All right, everybody, welcome back to the, the Yamcast. I am uh, Chris. And I'm Erica. Erica, and hi. Here we talk about young adult ministry. We do, and we talk about how much we love helping this age group out. And we try to show you resources and other fun stuff like that. We do. You can find us um, on social media yep. at the Yamcast. Yep. Or you can email us. We always would love to hear from you at yamcastpod at gmail.com. Yep. All right. Or you can find us on our personal profiles. You can. I don't check mine very much. <laughs> I was like, he's not a social media or person. Correct. Speaking of social media, you have a shout out. We do have a shout out. Tracy Pallison. Yay. Messaged on or commented on Facebook. And she said, longtime listener, first time commenter. Just had to say thanks for all the effort put into these sessions. Thank you. That's very kind. It is. Also, thanks for the unexpected belly buster. Quote, not in a Joel Olstein kind of way, but in a gospel kind of way. End quote. Spit my drink. LOL. Keep it up, guys. I unfortunately feel like the things that were most remembered by are usually my off-the-cuff comments that would get me in trouble if yeah, I were next to those real people. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably. <laughs> but Tracy, I'll be uh, asking for your address. I'll, I'll message you and you'll be getting a sticker. A sticker. Yay. Yay. For stickers. Love stickers. Mm-hmm. So this is the January Monthly Five coming out in February. Yeah, it's a little behind schedule, but that's okay. You know. Better late than never, as they say. Again, years from now, no one's going to care about the timeline. They will have no idea. All they're going to hear is the January Monthly Five mm-hmm. of 2021. Yeah. So sure. what are you reading these days? So I'm reading a few different things. Okay. Um, I'm reading a book on Sabbath called The Sabbath. That is a title that matches what it's talking about. I mean, about. you don't have a question. No. Of what it of what it's what's going on there. Abraham Joshua Heschel. One of the great Jewish scholars. I mean, I, I Seriously. can I've only read the basically like the introduction and the like the very beginning. And I already can just tell that he's yeah, very well versed in he's fantastic. Jewish culture and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And just one of the quotes that I really liked is, or not quotes, but things he really focuses on is we a lot of times want to control our space and things and filling our space when we really should be more concerned about our time and controlling our time. And so that's kind of what the Sabbath actually is all about. So I'm excited to dive more into that. I'm also reading Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egrix. That's how you say that. Sure. Um which is a is more of a relationship marriage book that women really value love and that men really value respect, which is a biblical thing, and so that's been good to go through. And I'm also a novel that I'm reading is The Light We Lost by Jill Santapolo. So that's my before I go to bed reading. Which is interesting. She's like writing to somebody she used to love. So it's very yeah, interesting how it's laid out. So an interesting book but now it's, that person's just somebody that she used to know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like now that song is just playing i'm getting head. ready for our love episode yep. i'm gonna try to drop as many love songs into that i episode think that'd as be I great possibly can. but what happens then is i want to say <clears throat> i want to like sing the song lyric after that so. well erica you're in luck i'm not going to discourage that okay that's good you are allowed to do whatever you want to do whatever do I when i do. quote a line from a ridiculous song <clears throat> So what are you reading these days? So here's, I'm going to do this one a little different. Okay. 
I'm going to read to you four titles of books that I'm currently reading. And you're going to tell me what my class is about. <laughs> That's actually great. You like this idea? Yeah. All right. Don't go until you've heard all four. Okay. Okay. Because when you hear the first one, you're going to jump to some conclusions. Then you hear the second one, you're going to think, I've totally got this nailed. But I think by the fourth one, you're going to start to understand maybe these are all tied together, but you're also going to wonder if they tie together If at they're all. really connected. And, okay. I, and I am with you. I'm not totally sure whether they do tie <laughs> You're together. wondering. So here's uh, the first book is called Cry of the Soul. Okay. Okay. Second book is called Soul of Shame. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Third book is called Three Paths Out of Paradise. Fourth book, Nonviolent Communication. (laughs) (laughs) After the first book, I thought it was a class on worship. Totally. And then the second book, I was like, uh, still could possibly be worship. Or shame and guilt. Maybe that's part of what's being dealt with. What was the third one again? The third one was Three Paths Out of Paradise. And that was like, I w- actually, at first I was thinking purgatory. I was like, what's going on sure, here? Sure, right. Um, it's the middle way. This is the way. <laughs> yeah, and then I was completely lost by the last one. Yeah, so it's actually on uh, conflict management in an organization. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I see the last one. Yeah. So the guy it's who's teaching the class actually has a business. I think it's called like Eden Business Solutions. I think it's the name of his business. And what he what he's doing is trying to help people understand Eden, like living out mm-hmm. Eden. And part of that is dealing with conflict. Conflict. And part of dealing with conflict is understanding yourself, which is the, the cry, cry of the soul, mm-hmm. soul of shame, three paths out of paradise. All of those are dealing with our own interpersonal situation and then moving from that into legit uh, problems. Now, <clears throat> you know, we're going to deal with personal conflict staff conflict and then organizational conflict. Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks, I wish this class was available before COVID happened. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> but it wasn't. And uh, it would have been very helpful. Now it is. So now there's a good chance I'm going to spend, you know, a week in class thinking about things and realize I did everything wrong for the last year. And lots of apologies possibly. And then or... I will have a cry of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my soul will feel much shame. Yeah. <laughs> Little full circle moment. (laughs) But I will have nailed down nonviolent communication. (laughs) Because if anyone's violent when they communicate, we all know that it's me. No? No. No, okay. No. I am a very violent communicator. Arms all over the place. Yeah, my kids said the other day, "Uh, why do you talk with your hands so much? I'm like, only when I'm preaching. Really, there's no other place that I speak with my hands as much as I do. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you don't right now. No. No. They're... They're static. They're sitting on the table. But I know that no one's watching this. Because mm. really doing stuff with your hands Correct. helps to bring people in. So. It uh, draws folks in. And the eyes so that they <laughs> have things to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. So what are you watching these days? Well, uh, I don't know if you know this, but there is still a pandemic going on. So I kind of watch lots of things. Right? (laughs) (laughs) No, but to be honest, uh, here's what I want to talk about what I'm watching. There's a bunch of junk that I've watched that's just ridiculous and stupid. No one wants to see. The two things that I jumped into recently again, one was to finish Royal Pains. Did you ever watch that show? No. Uh, I don't don't know how I feel about it. 
it you know it's it's okay it's a good like you can watch it while you're on your phone kind of thing which yeah. is what Heidi and I do with that particular show um, and I'm gonna come back to that in just a second and one of the pet peeves I have with Royal Pains which is hilarious and fun to talk about and then the second thing I've been watching lately I'm binging The Mentalist I loved that show when it was on see I loved Psych. Okay. And they always made fun of The Mentalist. Did they really? And I never had access to The Mentalist until mm. it just showed up on Amazon Prime. It might have been there for a while, but I just, like, it popped up in one of my, you should watch this. And I thought, you know, I want to watch The Mentalist. And so I, uh, you know, wasn't feeling super great a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So while I was working from home, I woke up early in the morning. I wasn't able to go do my normal workout or run or anything. So I just sat in the basement by myself and watched The Mentalist. And then I would work for a few hours and then... I was just kind of mad at the world, so I watched yeah. The Mentalist some more. And uh, I'm loving it. It's a good show. I really, because, yeah, we mm. would watch that when it was on, I believe it was CBS. And yeah. Loved it's it. It's a great show. It's so fun, funny. His character is just. <clears throat> He's ridiculous. And, but also, because I was thinking when you were talking about that versus Psych, because I was like, well, Psych is, I think, far more comedic, but. The mentalist also is too, because he just yeah. will get himself in things, and he's like, "Ooh, I yeah. gotta go!" Like, oh, totally. And so it is. It has a comedic now, it, to it too. You know, for the listener, it is about murder, so you need to be crime. aware. If you don't like crime, this is not a show for no. you. No. If you're like mentalist, that sounds fun. Cry of the soul. This all makes sense. It's not even remotely connected <laughs> yeah. to it. They are chasing down a serial killer, and all the and hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Psych, but in a totally different track. Yeah. So what's funny is the mentalist like hates psychics and makes fun of them all the time. Psych is acting like he is a psychic, and they keep they actually like I said, Psych actually spars with mentalists repeatedly. And That's just, so funny! I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. It's a great little show. So back to my pet peeve. So I don't know if you. I want to hear your opinion on these types of things mm-hmm. before we hear what you're watching. But I love how much my wife freaks out if a show does a musical episode. Okay. Do you like musical episodes? It depends. Because, like, I remember when Grays did their musical See, episode. That's the, okay, that's exactly was, what I'm kind of going for. And it was really, because it was, they were, it was like a dream state. Totally, it but always it was is. weird. It was really weird. When it's a show that you don't expect it, it just feels weird. Uh-huh, And yeah. so Royal Pains is kind of like a Sherlock Holmes house doctor he's a concierge doctor who is in the hamptons so mm-hmm. it's always like rich people who have tons of money ridiculous things but there's multiple musical episodes really and if a musical episode comes on heidi gets so mad she like screams at the tv and then she just fast forwards <laughs> through the all whole the music- episode yeah and then what's hilarious is she'll fast forward to the entire episode and then the next episode she's like, I, when did that happen? When did this happen? And I'm like, probably you, during the probably musical episode. Probably during that. that There's you probably totally, important things. It's fantastic. So I love that part of my wife. Like the fact that if if I look she at- super annoyed. She doesn't really read the subtitles in the episode. She just clicks like, you know, next episode or start the episode. But I'm always looking up and I notice it says something like, in this musical episode, and I just wait for the explosion to happen. <laughs> And it makes me so happy. And there were multiple of those in the last two seasons of Royal Pains that she just freaked out. Very interesting. It was fantastic. So, yeah. So, I, I'm with you. It, they don't make sense. No. Like, Grey's. It was I, weird. I, I don't really watch Grey's that no. much. But when I, you know, when I used to watch a little bit with Heidi, the musical episode, I was like, what are they doing? It is, this was is really strange. Also, because, like, none of them can really sing. Correct. I shouldn't say none, because there might be some. But, but it was like, this is, I don't like this. It's actors and actresses who have a lot of ability 
and they just want to like have a pet project that they can super love. Yeah. You know? And so they kind of like, let's sing this episode. And it's like, that's, that's the just, stupidest no, idea I've just, ever heard. No, don't do that. So with that in mind, what are you watching? So like you, <laughs> I'm watching lots of different things as yes, well. As we all are. Um, but the one thing that I picked up this winter season is The Bachelor. And I... Is this... What's this about? Oh, let's be real. It's been on for way too many seasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of shocked that it still is on. Um, I used to watch it a long time ago. And then I realized, like, now why I didn't... Like, why, kind of why I stopped watching it. Like, why I don't really yeah. care for it. But then also I understand why you get sucked in. Because you now are, like, invested in these people's yeah. lives. And you're invested in their fake life. Yes. Because none of them are living their real life when they're watching The Bachelor or in The yeah, Bachelor. Yeah, probably true. And some people watch it. I've noticed they'll watch it for the, the train wreck or like the people who right. are crazy. Whereas I, <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm noticing the girls that are actually like upstanding individuals. And I'm like, wow. But I'm also like, they're not going to win because they're too good for the show. Right. Because there's one girl in this this season, which I know you love. I'm not and watching it. she actually like stands up for like a, cause girls, let's be real. Like they just trash talk each other behind yes. each other's back. Well, she actually will like stand up for them. And she's the only one, at least on camera that we see stand up for them. And I'm like, yeah, she's not going to win. She's, <laughs> she's too good for this show. Like there's no way she's going to win. Um, but I mean, like, there's a couple of crime shows that I also enjoy watching. I don't know if you've ever watched prodigal son. No, that one's a little too, uh, there's an element of like some serial killer shows that I just don't touch. And that mm. one I was a little nervous about. So I didn't go. It's to not it. like, what are you nervous Cause, about? Well, cause it's a son going to talk to his dad who is a serial killer yeah. who's in jail Yeah, and he's trying to grapple with his reality and whether, yes. he, whether he's like his dad. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, but the dad like helps solve a lot of his cases, okay. which is very interesting. So it's kind of like a weird Sherlock Holmes type of thing. Okay. Yes. Like yeah. he, cause he'll go and talk to him about his case and whatnot. And he's a profiler. The son is. So he works for like with police departments, but he just helps profile who the killer might be. Okay. Um, but it is cause yeah, he, I, f- I also feel like that is a very, um, if you are a son or daughter of a serial killer, I imagine that would be a question you would have a lot of like, am I like this person? Um, but anyways, I do really enjoy that show. I mean, I like crime yeah. shows, and this one is kind – I mean, if you watch any of the – because Criminal Minds also is a profiler show. You know, like they – those I th- find interesting because they get into their minds and try to figure out, yeah, like why they did what okay. they did. Another one is Blue Sky. Do you watch that one? We, no? We started – Did you watch the first episode, and then you were like, this is ridiculous? Blue Sky or Big Sky? Big Sky. Big Sky, yes, Big Sky, you're right. Montana, Big Sky, the Big Sky. Story. Yes, Big Sky, yeah. Which was like <laughs> the first episode. The fact that one of the main driving characters yes! for the show. I'm like, you cannot be it. advertising this man in this show. But it was like a million little things in that. Ugh, was it? Do you remember? Do you ever, no, I didn't you watch, watch that one. it. Yeah, a million little things, similar situation. Like the first episode, kind of the biggest star in the whole show doesn't make it, and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, that's why I was like, this is crazy. But anyways. I did expect the individual in Big Sky to keep showing up. Which he does a, a little times, bit. Yeah. It's, I'm just waiting for the musical episode. Oh, golly, if they do. <laughs> just, you know, they all come together in the end. Yeah. But anyways, those are a few. Uh, yeah, those are good shows. A few shows that I end up watching. <clears throat> all right. Like it.
I like it a lot. So what are you learning these days? Oh, what am I not learning? I feel like when you become married, I feel like there's lots of things that you're like. I felt like, like a huge cop out to this I question. Suck at what this. am I not learning? Um, I'm done. So I'm done. <laughs> so I'm really still trying to figure out, you know, what I should be doing in my life. As I feel like many people probably still, maybe not. You probably don't. But um, like I'm not always the greatest with children, yet I work with children. And so I often am like, why am I working with children? Like I can get frustrated easily and then I feel like I'm kind of like a failure. Like I don't, I'm not the kindest. So like, I, like I'm constantly like, should I really be doing this? Um, so that happened recently where I got frustrated and I was like, I had this thought of like, yeah, should I be doing this? Like feeling like a failure, whatnot. And then realized that, I feel like in any job we all have, like it's mm-hmm. not going to be perfect. No. And there's going to be times where you're you're going to have to be humble and you're going to have to apologize and you're going to have to learn from your mistakes. You're going to have times where you wish you would have acted differently or uh, whatever it might be. We will not be completely stellar at our jobs all of the time. And that is when we have to own it apologize for it, learn from it, and try to not do it again. So I guess that's something that I'm learning about too is in those moments where I'm not my best self, like you just have to apologize for it and learn from it and and move on. But that that doesn't mean that you might not be doing what you're supposed to be doing or whatever. So that's what I've been, been learning. It's a very mature thing to learn. Well... Eventually, you know, took me 30 plus years. Hmm. What about you? What are you learning? What am I not learning? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> you took mine. No, <laughs> no, I'm learning stuff. Uh, I think January, because that's the month we're doing this in. January <laughs> has really... <laughs> has really... Uh, I think I've reached the end of my fuse as far as liking the world right now oh okay in life <clears throat> and uh so i'm just learning in january this month that we're in right now uh just how i'm a really patient person and i think i've just lost my mind uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Between the way people talk to each other, the way that the world has come unglued, the way that uh, everything. I mean. And now it's really cold. Social, and- me- <laughs> social media has made my life worse. Uh, you know, the status of the world has made my life worse. The just. We've talked about this for months anyway. Just like the craziness of everything that's going on around us. The mm-hmm. way people treat each other is driving me a little nuts. And then you add to that uh, extreme cold yeah, and a lot more snow than we've had in years. Yes. Uh, to the point where we don't know where to put it. Uh, I'm just, I just kind of want spring. I know. <laughs> and oh. I want, uh, I want. At least one area sabbatical. to look like birth is coming, you know, <laughs> yeah. like new is coming. Totally. I want spring. I want sabbatical. I want uh, just to hang with my family for a little bit. I'm just, I'm just kind of done making decisions and done, mm-hmm. you know, you know, people freaking out about masks or not masks. And I'm just like, you know what? Do what you want. <laughs> go 
go live in the wild. Just see. <laughs> let's just, Can you see just survive. Like, yeah. try it. Let's see. Yeah. Let's play one massive game of Survivor. And let's, let's play alone and see. Who <laughs> <survives>. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, but with that said, I'm also learning that I love my family. So there's no one else I'd rather go through this crazy stupidity mm. with. And my kids are funny because they're starting to get old enough that they're learning how to communicate some of what they're feeling to mm-hmm. me. And it's really funny having them shoot back like, hey, dad, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? You know, because even that like the COVID test happened in January uh, when I, you know, I tested positive and I'm the the rules around testing positive are just ludicrous like mm. they don't make any sense and my kids are like dad this isn't i don't this isn't logically make sense i'm like i know so it's fun to like have them growing up enough to that they're starting to interact in that way so i'm I, yeah i'm learning that i don't like i've kind of reached the end of my fuse but i also love my family and so it's good those are good things right yeah I mean, if i was going to be locked in a house with people for two weeks i hope you would like or them. longer they are the only ones that i really want to be locked in a house with so. that's good so i think i picked well it's all right. Sounds good. So what do you what do you listen to? Uh, I think I told you a couple months ago that I jumped back and I'm listening to like baseball stuff. Mm. So I'm still listening to all the same podcasts that I've always had, you know, like Naked Bible, Bible Project, you know, Bema, all those things that I said. So put those aside. I'm not going to re-tell you that yeah. I'm listening to those because I'm always listening to those. But in the last month or so on my drive to work, uh, I just have turned back on sports talk radio just to listen to hilarity. Part of that's because the bears are a trash pit and a yeah, bit of, who are they getting? Do you know? I think the big, well, Carson, this is going to prove that it's not January right now, but yeah, Carson Wentz, I is think that, it's going to be, who it has been. Be? which but they just had Foles, which is interesting. Uh, I think Foles anyway. might actually be traded I to know, Philadelphia to. <laughs> to get Wentz, which is just ridiculous. But anyway, uh, but this is in January, so that didn't so happen. That didn't happen. That happen. Nobody happen. knows that yet. Uh, but here's, Future talk. but here's what I do know: like in the year 2021, uh, that used to be the Conan thing. Did you ever see that? You no. were probably way too young, but Conan O'Brien used to do it in the year 2000, and then they would speculate on what was going to happen in 2000. Mm. But then once it was past 2000, it was even funnier to have them keep talking about the way the yep. future was going to be when none of it actually happened. Uh, but yeah, no, the in the year 2021, sports talk radio has been just complaining about the bears talking about if the Cubs are going to do anything. Cause they've pretty much let almost everybody go really and massive on overhauling. Uh, and it's just like that part of my life that I don't need it anymore, but I just, it's fun to listen to and listen to people freak out about mm-hmm. sports and life and all the craziness. So, so that's what I'm listening to. What are you listening to? Well, I do not want to be completely blocked off Why from the not? news. No, I'm just kidding. Keep going. Um, because yeah, I would like to be. I would like to be informed. Oh, but I'm really sick of what the news, in a lot of ways, has become, yes. and that it's just become opinion pieces, basically. You know, like journalism isn't really I like did. presenting the facts anymore. It's everything slanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and depending I, on which station you listen to, it will be slanted in one way versus the other. Oh yeah, and that's that's just. I don't want to have to deal with that. You know. Yep. So, um. And I also don't want it where I'm getting it secondhand through social media from some rando, you know, that's like, I have no idea. Like, what is this? You know, like, like so, a grandmother or. a Yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody who thinks they're a um, that they're an expert and they uh-huh. don't really know much. But so I've started listening to some what I have found to be unbiased podcasts that give just like very quick 
factual news. So mm-hmm. Newsworthy is one of them. They have ones every day. Yep. They're like couple, they're like 15 minutes or something. Or maybe, yeah. And then there's The Daily, which is another one that is just, like you hear it from both sides. And I, I find that to be pretty. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. Pretty unbiased. I could be wrong. So if I am wrong, you can let me know. But um, on social media, one that I do really like is called Smart Her News. It's a woman who does it. So, I mean, That's, smarter news, but smart her yeah. news. Yeah, did you get that? It's really cute. Which is really refreshing. She does not, she's just factual. She doesn't pick sides. She presents from both sides and, and gives a lot of background and stuff. So I've enjoyed those either podcasts or even just watching her videos that she'll do. Um, so that's been, those have been good ones to listen to if you're wanting something that's more unbiased. Unless you really like the biased ones that just make you f- angry and fuel you up to whatever, then go listen to those. But I was getting really sick of, I was getting sick of those. So See, that goes back to what I'm learning mm-hmm. <clears throat> is even the interaction on social media from those things is just Yeah, can't handle it. And there, nobody's even willing to admit that maybe there's another side of the story. No. They're wrong. I'm right. End of story. Correct. Mm-hmm. Which we've complained about this for almost a year now. Really, it's true. Like our, our, our and mo- it's been happening longer than that. You know, with totally. the, with with news. Totally. It's all it's been slanted for a long time. Totally. I just feel like it's ramped up considerably in the last year, and I'm going. Eh, I'm just done with all of that. Yeah, I don't Let's enjoy it. Let's move on to another way of living. So. Agreed. All right. So, what's on your heart? So, I've been processing a lot of what I want to fill my time with. Kind of talking about even with the Sabbath book and whatnot. I used to be very busy almost every evening. So I had, yeah, meetings here or working with the youth or getting together with different people. And I knew that when I started married life, I really wanted less on my plate so that we could then add things and figure out how that all works. Yeah. And now, like, I'm not really involved in anything at all. And so the majority of my nights are pretty stinking free. So now I'm processing like what I should be focusing on, what I should be filling that time with, what I should maybe let back into my schedule. So I'm trying to take my evenings to kind of process more of where God wants me to be spending some of my time and energy instead of just jumping back into things that I've always done or, yeah, so just processing So this, this might be helpful to our audience. What are some of the ways that you're doing that to sense where God is leading you? Um... So with the first, so I've just started processing yeah. this now. Because you don't have to like, be super far down no, the road. I'm just curious. No, like my first month, I literally was like, <clears throat> I'm just going to enjoy my nights because yeah. they've I, they've not really been mine for that's, a very long time. That's actually been one of the greatest things of COVID to me is how many night meetings have become a Zoom call that are done in an hour. Oh, golly. So it frees going. up so much time. Keep going. Like I, I kind of like, like I that realize how much time I have to like cook a good dinner. Right. And actually sit down or go for a walk or, I mean, even when it's cold, we still try to go for a walk. Like if there's just so many things, like I feel like I have so much more time at night. It's crazy. Um, but I mean, a lot of it is journaling and just thinking about what I'm actually good at, like thinking about my strengths, okay. thinking about um, like what I can actually bring to a table and not just doing things that need to be done, but what, like what can I actually step into and yeah. actually do it well and not that it's just me doing it, but I think a lot of times we start doing something that we like doing, but then we end up doing all of these other things along with it. Right. 
that aren't within our wheelhouse and aren't within our strengths. And then we wonder why we get burnt out. And it's because you started working not from your strengths. You started working completely from your weaknesses. And I know that there's the verses about, you know, God working in your weakness. And that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm just Mm -hmm. talking about you need to have more things that you're actually supposed to be doing rather than just doing a lot of things because Mm -hmm. then you do kind of start doing them from your own strength and whatnot. But yeah. So a lot of it is journaling. A lot of it is just sitting down quietly and just really taking time to think about, yeah, what am I, what am I good at? What could I be doing? Um, And possibly only bringing in like one thing. So I'm not really sure with that, where I'm going to be in that process, but. Yeah, no, that's cool. But it's just, I think it's good sometimes to hear how someone's processing because then someone might go, oh, I never thought of doing that. That's good. Yeah, I I did download and I can find it, but this was a couple of months ago, but it was it was a little thing that you do, it's like a half an hour, but it's yeah, it's kind of figuring out what your strengths are and what you're good at hmm. so that you can kind of move into that, which was helpful. So um and I can find that and share that or post that, but that was that was helpful. I mean, I already knew a lot of the things that I'm right. really good at relationships and I'm I'm really good at one-on-one things and groups and um, teaching and whatnot, but right, yeah, okay. What about you? What's on your heart? These uh, we days? don't we don't have time, really. Uh, so I'll just no. Um, I think the biggest thing I want to share this month on the podcast is, and this is from the heart. But if if you knew how much you are loved by someone. I think you would just change the way you view everything. And I mean this partly for like church family who, you know, there are people right now that are very lonely, Mm -hmm. but also very afraid of the virus. And so they're not going anywhere. And I get feedback from time to time from people that just say, Oh, they just wish a pastor would stop by. And we we have ramped up our efforts in like touching base with people. We're making more phone calls than we've made really in years. And we're we're sending folks to touch base with people and we've got people like we are we are way busier trying to connect with people than people realize. Mm. The problem is it feels pretty fruitless because none of us are able to see each other. I shouldn't say none of us, but those that are in this position are not coming out and so it's difficult to connect with them. And quite frankly, they're there's a number of people that are afraid for us to come over because they're convinced we're a walking COVID time bomb that mm. are going to blow up in their house and they're going to get COVID all over them or whatever. So I, I what I want to say is, and this is true for college students, this is true for young adults, this is true for leaders of a college ministry. Like if you're not living life the way you normally live it right now and you're just kind of where I'm at with just the end of your fuse, like kind of I just want to be done with this all, you are loved by someone there's a really good chance that the leadership of your church loves you so much and they wish they could spend more time with you. Mm. But, but part of what I want to also share off my heart is this. I have, I have way more kid things to do right now, just managing my kids school and all that goes along with that and trying to keep like this last year has, has actually ramped up those efforts in my life and I'm not even doing fun things necessarily with my kids. Mm-hmm. It's just 
the amount of homework they have to do now at home is more the, uh, the check-in that I have to do every morning with them to get them to go to school. Like there's just so much that goes on with that. So that's stress, you know? And yeah. then you add that to my wife and I haven't really gone hardly anywhere to do anything for almost a year now. That's difficult. And so there's, there's just like layers of stress in our life. And then on top of that, we're doing things that we've never had to do before. You know, I am keeping a daily tab of where our COVID numbers are in our county. I have constant conversations with people who are angry about everything. Just mm-hmm. so the amount of counseling and everything else that I'm doing is way more than it was a year ago, which some of that's good. I love that people are out opening up and letting it, letting us dig. But there are individuals that are going to slip through the cracks because there's only yeah. so much time in the day. And so, so I think the biggest thing in my heart is just I wish everyone knew how much we love them and how much we wish we could just be everywhere all the time, but we're not God. So mm-hmm. if you're going to f- try to find satisfaction in a person, you're always going to fall short. If you use this time right now just to reach out and let God be what he wants to be for you, you're going to be better off. Yeah. We are going to let you down. We are never going to do things the way you want them to be done. We are never going to accomplish, you know, everyone can look at a pastor and say, well, I would have done that differently. I say that about just about everybody right now. You know, like if, yeah. I, if I walk into a business, I have an opinion on what they should have done or how they should have oh, done yeah. it. Like we're, we are judging everything right now. And I think maybe we should just back up a little bit and go, I'm going to give some grace. Yeah. I love these people. I imagine they made the decision the best they knew how. Totally. Right. And instead of us trying to be the truth tellers that tell everybody what to do all the time, the <laughs> your, sometimes your version of the truth isn't what the other person's trying to even deal with. So just chill a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there are rumors flying around all the time right now about everything. And it's just like, chill, just you're loved. Let's get through this together. And when we're on the other side, we can laugh about it. When we're on the other side, we might all laugh and say this, that was incredible government overreach. And I can't believe we did this. We might say all those things five years from now, we might look back at this and be like, we really handled the entire pandemic incorrectly. We also may not, and we might Mm -hmm. go, that was really well done. Like, holy cow, if we'd handled that better, we did. We don't know yet. But right now, all we're doing is living in this bubble, freaking out. And I'm just going, let's just Just, chill. Yeah. Let's chill. Let's love each other. And let's speak truth. Let's speak grace. And let's be the gospel lived out. And if you are currently isolated and you wish you had more contact with a person, maybe reach out to a pastor and say, hey, I just need need some time. Because we don't even know what all's going too, on. That's the thing, too, is we don't a, know unless you say something. Correct. So it's a both, like, we need to know that you need help and what we can do to help you. I can't guarantee that we can help you, but we can do our best. But also understand we have more on our plate right now than we've ever had. And some of these things are just, like, we would never have imagined a year ago that we'd have to answer some of the questions we're answering. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so... Let's just like big. This is a big group hug. Big group hug at the end of this podcast. Feel just, it. We love you. Stick, hang in there. I think we're rounding the corner. I think we're almost done with some of this. Mm-hmm. But let's just be civil and nice. Yeah. So that's what's on my heart. Sounds good. Alrighty. Well, thanks for tuning in. The January monthly five. Yay! Done in January. So done in January. All right. Well, thanks for listening, Erica. Thank you so much. No, Chris, thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, for sure. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Yamcast. You can check us out at yamcast.podbean.com or on any other podcasting apps like iTunes. We would love it if you'd leave us a review that is any number between four and a half and five stars. If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. If you'd like more information about us, you can check us out at parkhillschurch.com or on the App Store with the Park Hills Church app. We are also on Instagram, so give us a follow at The Yamcast.